Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insights, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo. Moten. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome back. It is time for Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering your beloved Las Vegas Raiders. Hi, I'm Scott Goldbranson, your host. My co-host is Mo Moten. Mo is the national NFL writer over at Bleacher Report. You can also catch him as the Raiders columnist once a week sometimes more depending if he if he gets really into something he wants to talk about uh, up on sportsnot.com of course you can follow him on twitter at mo moton that's m-o-e-m-o-t-o-n i am at lv gully mo it's another week we're getting closer to training camp the time is ticking by today is 7-11 by the way everybody can go out and get your free slurpees if you have 7-11s where i live we don't have any believe it or not that's awful it's crazy. Well, we have some great convenience stores here in Southwest Ohio uh, that have great stuff, but like, it's weird. You can get a Slurpee, but it's at a different place. It's like they licensed it. It's really strange. There are 7-Elevens here. There's just not that many of them, but I know this is the day 7-Eleven where you can bring in like, like a cooking pot and just fill it up with a Slurpee. Have you seen people do this? I have not seen this. I, I have been there because, you know, with, with kids, when it's Slurpee day, uh, and here we are given an advertisement for Slurpees. But anyway, they, they 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 let you bring in. Now, I think they put limitations on this, but we were in Las Vegas. We were living in Las Vegas mm-hmm. and we went in and this guy brings in like one of those big like pots that you would put like, I don't know, pasta in or some big dish that you're making. And dude just pulls the handle and fills up the whole. And I'm like, what are you going to do? OK, maybe if you live right around the corner, you can get it home and get it in the freezer in time. But who the hell is going to drink that much Slurpee? And if they do, you probably want to not be anywhere near them. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I, I've never, I've actually never seen that before. That's but I, it's funny because I used to work next door to a 7-Eleven and I've never seen that. 
Uh, Slurpees in, in New York City used to be specific to Queens, but now oh. they're spread out all across Brooklyn. So they are. there's some convenience there. I don't go to 7-Eleven a lot. A lot of people say their their cheese and apple sticks are good. I, I don't like that. I don't like that combination of cheese and apple sticks, but I, I'll take their word for it on that one. I won't try it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we are going to talk about Raiders football. Don't go anywhere. Uh, and yeah. we have some some news that we'll talk about. And Josh Jacobs in our second segment, by the way, we're going to ask the question, does Sebastian Janikowski have the numbers to get into the Hall of Fame? And will he? make the Hall of Fame as uh, one of the Raiders' favorites as far as the fans out there in Raider Nation love Seabass. We're going to talk about that. Third segment, we're going to talk about Mo's last column. Marcus, An update on Marcus Peters. Uh, Mo did a piece on the kind of outstanding free agents out there, not just Peters, but everybody looking at, at uh, where they could land. Marcus Peters continues to be a name associated with the Las Vegas Raiders, so we're going to talk about that, especially with the need on defense they have. But we were talking about 7-Eleven. We were talking about Slurpee, so we got to start here. Over the weekend, um, Mo and I got in a little debate going back to the last show on Thursday about hot dogs and ketchup yeah. on hot dogs. Ketchup on hot dogs is just wrong. Number one, that's the I'm sorry, Mo, but that's the official position of Silver and Black today as a show. The official position, even though you disagree. <laughs> I know, uh, but we I put up a, a a picture. I was at Costco with the family. We got the hot dog because, of course, where else are you going to get $1.50 massive hot dog that you can't finish plus uh, a Coke uh, for $1.50 or whatever it is. And I showed that you don't put ketchup on your hot dog. Now, they only have mustard and relish. There's lots of other things you can put on there. But I'm just blown away. And I know you are because you stated it when you tweeted about it, how polarizing it's like. Biden, Trump, ketchup, no ketchup, Raiders, Derek Carr, no Derek Carr. It's like I was shocked. I just thought anybody over the age of 13 knew that you didn't put ketchup on a hot dog. Listen, Scott, first of all, shout out to <laughs> Oakland Raiders 1976. He's the one who said this ketchup mustard bay is like the car wars that we yes. went through last this past season. So shout out to him for, for mentioning that. But I, I honestly had no idea that so much of the Raider fan base and people in general are anti-ketchup after the age of 10 years old. On a hot dog. And now, I, they might have ketchup on fries or something, but let's so, be clear. So, so why is why is ketchup <laughs> on a hot dog considered juvenile, but ketchup on a burger or anything else or fries is not considered juvenile? I, I feel, Please fill me in on this one. Because it just breaks the rule. Like ketchup, you put ketchup on a hot dog when you're a kid because kids don't know any better. They're their their taste buds and and their palate, their their processed meat sausage palate has not progressed enough to understand that a hot dog, a ketchup is too sweet to put on a hot dog. And I'm not talking about I had some guy go, oh, you're eating that crap. It's all lips. And you know what? No, no, I'm talking about good hot dogs here. I'm talking about good kosher <laughs> hot dogs, good all beef hot dogs, not the scrappy stuff, the Oscar Mayer crap that you buy at the store for like a dollar ninety. No, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about good hot dogs now. I talked about how growing up and, and being originally from Chicago, which I know you then you, you completely obliterated anything from Chicago, which is expected because <laughs> you're in New York. You're a New Yorker. The New York Chicago rivalry is well known. It goes way back. It's not East Coast versus West Coast hip hop. But when it comes to food, it's pretty damn close. OK, so so we understand that. But but what blew me away, Mo, was not that just you didn't know ketchup shouldn't belong in a hot dog, but that you don't, that you hate mustard and you live, like you go outside your door there in New York, I'm sure within a block, you're going to hit a stand. Yep. 
and the guy slapping with a knife the mustard on the dog, and you hate mustard. I I I, I despise mustard. It, it's <laughs> as much as it, mint chip. It, it, maybe as much as mint chip. I will say I I will not put mustard on any of as a topping on any of my foods. If it's included in certain foods, fine. But as a topping, <laughs> specifically as a topping. No mustard on anything. I'm not even a big ketchup guy. Like I know people who put ketchup on their eggs. I have fan members who, who yeah. actually, and I, I don't like that either. But my confusion comes with how do people just are so strong against ketchup? It's a basic condiment. It would be like hating <laughs> vanilla ice cream. No one hates vanilla ice cream because it's so basic. Well, you know, if someone said their favorite ice cream is vanilla ice cream. I would look at them like there's so many flavors, but you like vanilla. But I wouldn't go as far to say I hate vanilla ice cream because just like ketchup, it's just it's very basic. Well, and see, but that's the distinction here, right? It's sort of like you you like I I can eat ketchup. I put I put ketchup on hash browns. Like you talk about breakfast, I don't put them on my eggs. I think that's off limits. I just yeah, don't that's... like that taste. Mm -hmm. But I put them on hash browns. I'll put them on yeah. I'll put them on a burger. Although these days I kind of like a little something different on the burger, but, but I'll put it on a burger, any potato dish, totally fine. Right. Um, of course I'm not Patrick Mahomes. I don't use it on steak, which I'm sure some people out there do, oh, but God. nonetheless, I mean, ketchup to me is fine. I, I'm not anti-ketchup. I'm anti-ketchup on a hot dog. hot dog. Now our West coast folks, especially those up in the Bay area that used to go to Raider games know about the bacon wrapped hot dogs, which really, my guess was because I used to go to Mexico as a kid a lot because we lived in San Diego. Bacon wrapped hot dogs in Mexico are big. So the Latin and the Mexican influence in the Bay Area, that's where you got your hot dogs. You didn't put ketchup on a bacon dog, right? Then we also had um, our good friend down there in, in Arizona posted the picture to you, which you were looking at and saying, what the hell is that? With the hot dog with the big bun and all the jazz on top of it. That's a Sonoran hot dog, which you can get in certain parts of Arizona mostly tucson the tucson area you can get them in phoenix now a little bit too but again you know regionally there's all different types of hot dogs and all that mm -hmm. but the ketchup debate is really interesting because um you, so people people it was like Derek carr people either loved it loved it or hated it on a hot dog now again a lot of people said hey i never put it on a hot dog but i'll put it on other stuff so it, that's the only nuance of the conversation that i really enjoyed was even people who like no you're crazy hot dog belongs on a or excuse me, ketchup belongs on a hot dog. Uh, it was lighthearted enough where people didn't get incensed. We were insulting each other as well, but it was in fun. <laughs> this time it wasn't serious. Like, for example, pictures of Guy Fieri meeting with former President Trump at a UFC event. And people are now saying, see, I told you Guy Fieri's a MAGA and all. It's like, dude, don't jump to conclusions. Just because I don't like ketchup on my hot dog doesn't mean... I don't know my food, right? So again, I, that's what I like about it. It's a little lighthearted at a time we don't have a lot of football news to talk about. So we're arguing over ketchup and mustard. Yeah. I, I will say this. I'm not opposed to ketchup on a hot dog. I am opposed mm -hmm. to mustard on a hot dog. But usually when I have a hot dog, I don't. if I put ketchup on it, I don't just yeah. have ketchup on it. Someone suggest, suggested sauerkraut. Not a big fan of sauerkraut, but if you put it on Me my either. hot dog with ketchup, I'm fine with that. You know, onions, I'm fine with that. Just... Stay away from the mustard when it comes to my hot dog. That's it. That's all I ask. And I'm not a mustard defender. Like, I don't feel obligated to defend mustard. I That's like good. mustard on a hot dog, but but, I, but I'm but i not like the ketchup argument where it's like, no. I'm like, whatever. You don't like mustard? Cool. Because, again, being from Chicago, and the, the full Chicago dog, I don't like either because I don't like whole tomatoes on a hot dog. That never made sense to me. It's like you're swapping out ketchup for whole tomatoes. What's the difference, right? 
there's that. But but in Chicago, the point and my good friend Christopher Gabriel, who'll be on the show again soon, yes. hosts the KM, KMJ News Show out in Fresno, California. He's from Chicago as well. One ingredient, and you have to try this, Mo, because they don't do it in New York. But when you next time, if you decide, I don't know if you ever make hot dogs at home, but if you do, celery salt. Yeah, celery. I've, I've used I've used celery salt. Okay, so you know, so mm -hmm. celery salt on a hot dog is great. And in Chicago, they have the funky green relish, which is really bright, but it's basically the same relish. It's a little sweeter, but not not too much. Um, but then also sport peppers. Sport peppers are tiny little. Eh, I won't call them pepperoncinis because they got a little more bite to them, but those actually taste good on a hot dog as well. So I actually like that and I'll even spare the mustard. I'll just put the sport peppers and some of that stuff on there. But anyway, this is the time of the show where people are in the chat saying, what are you talking about football? What are you talking about hot dogs? But anyway, uh, you know, we, Hey, listen, we have fun with our listeners and our listeners yeah. were really engaged with this discussion. Weren't they? They, they are. They actually answered my poll. I think I've had how many votes? Over 500, close to 600 votes on that mustard versus hot dog poll. So, yeah. just saying. And, well, but you're not sharing what's winning. No, because it's not over yet. So I'll share <laughs> results on the next show. <laughs> mustard is up by what? Nine points so far? By 10%. Yeah, 10%. So there you go. Now, your option was ketchup, mustard, or you're from Chicago. Yeah. I disqualify people from Chicago for a reason. So do you, do you ever have bratwurst? I've never had a bratwurst. Before. Really? Okay. So they're mustard. Like I can't imagine having a bratwurst without mustard. Although maybe onion. I like onions. Like I, I like onions on my hot dogs too. They used to have it at Costco pre-COVID where everybody wasn't freaked out about germs. Um, but anyway, so mustard, that's the end of the hot dog conversation. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys, your choice of color, starting at just $3.99. Ashley sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required, minimum monthly payment, down payment, Tax and delivery may be required. See store for details. Speaking of hot dog, no. Speaking of important people, though, is uh, we're coming up now, Mo. This is, as we talk to everybody, it is the 11th of July. There's six days, correct, for Josh Jacobs to sign a new contract or the Raiders probably move to tag or to, to leave only the tag, I should say, for him to respond and come to camp a week after. Um I don't know, Mo. I, I you know, I, listen. I don't. We talk about how much we like Josh Jacobs on the show. We talk about how much he means to this offense. I don't know about you, and it's not. There's nothing. I don't have inside information. Any of that jazz? My gut just tells me the Raiders are are going are playing hardball, and I don't think the Raiders are thinking about Josh Jacobs past this next season. No matter how disappointed folks out there might be. I would tend to agree with you. It, it, so much could change within a year, though. It I, could, I don't want to stamp could. that. I don't want to stamp that as a guarantee. He won't be back. But the way they're going about these negotiations now, we don't know for sure what's going on behind closed doors. But it seems like, as you said, that they're playing hardball. And I think a Dalvin Cook, and I said this before, I think a, Gal, a Dalvin Cook or a Saquon Barkley contract would would significantly help Josh Jacobs if both those guys sign for big deals because then Josh Jacobs can. Say, look at those two guys. I'm the Russian title champion. I'm the reigning Russian title champion. I deserve close to or more than what they got. But because neither of those guys have signed new deals either, it puts them in, it puts the Raiders and Josh Jacobs in this standstill holding pattern where mm -hmm. it seems like they're just waiting for 
someone else to make a move. And I think that's yes. what Dave Ziegler is doing is that he's waiting to see what Saquon, what Saquon Barkley gets or what Dalvin Cook gets before he makes a move with Josh Jacobs. And Josh Jacobs is probably – he probably has a number out there that he's looking for. And the front is saying, well, we'll wait to see what happens with the other two Pro Bowl caliber running backs before we budge on the market. And it's really interesting. We've we've had some of our, our colleagues in the content game. I think it was Brad over at Just Blog Baby write a piece last week that said basically the Raiders should set the market with Josh Jacobs. And that doesn't I mean, with all due respect to him and I do respect his opinion. I don't believe in that. I don't think as the Raiders where they are in the salary cap game and where they are in this rebuild of the team. I don't think they can do that. I, do, I just don't think you, if they were in a different place right now, if they were in a place where they had their franchise quarterback for the next 10 years, if they had their defense in a good position to where it was growing and they had, they had positions filled and feel good about where they're at, then I could see the expenditure on a three-year contract set the market. Let's go win the Super Bowl. I get that piece of it, but Mo, they're not there. Right. They're not in a position right now where they're, they feel like we're running back away from, contending or being in the playoff discussion i think i, I think mm -hmm. they're in a position where it's like they're in this odd they're in this odd area where it's like are they rebuilding are they trying to compete for uh you mm -hmm. know a playoff and obviously they're competing for a playoff spot but are they competing for a super bowl because they got Devonte adams they got max crosby an older chandler jones jimmy garoppolo's a veteran quarterback so I don't know what the Raiders are because usually you can you can categorize point. NFL teams. You can say this is a this is a Super Bowl contender, this is a playoff contender, this is a rebuilding squad. And it's like with the Raiders because they have some star players on their roster, but they had so much turnover, you don't know where to categorize them. They're in this weird gray area, and I think that's why there's some hesitancy for them to to sign Josh Jacobs to a big deal because I think he feels that this team may not contend for a playoff spot, and that's why he wants. The money, because remember what he said during Super Bowl week. He said, I'm willing to play under the franchise tag if if they have guys around me, you know, basically a, mm -hmm. a solid all-around team. So based on what I'm seeing from Josh Jacobs on social media, he wants to be paid, which means he's thinking this team may not be able to contend for a playoff spot. And I've said this multiple times on the show. I said, before training camp, he's going to think, if this is a playoff team, this is if this is a definitive playoff team, I'll play under the tag because at least I know – I can compete for a playoff spot, a Super Bowl ring. If this yeah. is not a playoff team, you're going to have to pay me to play for a bottom tier squad. Which is interesting because I don't know. And again, I, I don't take sides in this. I, we, we talk about it from a very objective standpoint, which is we, we compliment Josh Jacobs, but we also understand the Raiders business position and the market and all that jazz. Right. OK, so so let's just be clear about that. But I look at Josh Jacobs when he said that, because we talked about it. It was at Super Bowl, right? It was on Radio Row, and he talked about it, and we understood that. I just don't know how the Raiders could have ever got to a position where Josh Jacobs felt like he wasn't going to be in that position where, well, we're not yet quite a playoff team, or if we are, we're so fringe playoff that you need to pay me because I mean a lot more to this team. So in some ways, I think it was predetermined. I don't think there was ever going to be a place where Josh Jacobs was like, man, this team is so good, I'm willing to play on the franchise tag without any question, let's go. So, so it'll be interesting. I just don't think they could have overcome the holes that they had in one offseason uh, knowing what they had to do. You're absolutely right about that. I think the the wait is to see, you know, Judah Raiders make a blockbuster trade for an mm. all-pro safety linebacker, another defensive player. When you look at that Raiders defense and you talk Patrick so much Queen. about it, 
<laughs> Patrick Queen. <laughs> it, when you look at that defense, it, you you have no faith that that defense is going to finish better than 20th in scoring a total yards based on Correct. the names that are on that on that roster. Now, games aren't played on paper. We have to play it out and see where it goes because the Raiders may surprise us. But the Raiders haven't had a respectable defense. I've, I've wrote, written about this in like 20 years. I know. So That's what insane. makes you think it's going to change with the names they have on the roster right now? And I think Josh right. Jacobs is factoring that into his contract decision. And that's where the Raiders knowing, and, and again, we, we've said it all along too, Mo, that, that there's trades, that a lot of trades happen during training camp. So, so don't give up hope yet. Even after camp starts, there still could be a move. But from previous behavior, we've seen the Raiders outside of the Devontae Adams trade last year. We've seen them sort of stick with what they have. Okay. So we understand this regime has a plan. They like their players. They're going to stick with them. So we'll see if that holds true. I don't know how they could feel that way on defense, especially at linebacker, safety, a little bit at cornerback as well. So, so we'll see what happens there. But from Josh Jacobs' standpoint, I just don't see anything other than, hey, you got to play under the tag, and then you'll be a free agent next year. I just don't see it happening again. Things can change, you're right, over the course of the next year, and maybe they will. But as of right now, my gut tells me, that it's not going to go the way that fans want it to go. Yeah, that's what I've been saying for the past few weeks, that mm -hmm. the most likely scenario is Josh Jacobs is going to have to report and play under the tag this year because I don't see the Raiders budging the way Ziegler has paid. Now, he went out of his way, not went out of his way, but he paid big money for Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones last offseason, that, but that was last offseason. This right. offseason, he, he's been a lot more conservative with his spending. So based on, on the prior months doesn't seem like josh Jacobs is going to get a top of the market deal in my opinion nope all right we're going to step aside for our first break when we come back here on silver and black today an odyssey original podcast covering your raiders we're going to get into a conversation about a former raider that is sebastian janikowski seabass as you all call him does he deserve to be in the hall of fame does he have the numbers to be in the hall of fame and what could work against him besides being a Raider, of course. We'll talk about that here on Silver and Black today. Mo and Scott coming back right after this.